Welcome to podcast number 8, Friday the 16th of August 2019. Hope you're well, thanks for tuning in. Hope it's been a, a good week, mixed with a lot of music, whether that be discovering some new music live or online, or for taking a music on your own accord, getting back to an old tune that you've maybe jammed over the years and finally that part comes to you. As all musicians will certainly realise, that's a, a thing that happens, it's a common occurrence it seems. I've been uh, having a good time in music myself, just uh, jamming a lot of different types of genres from Slipknot, uh, even going back to indie type stuff like Oasis and then up to Chili Peppers and yeah, a lot of different tunings, complete diverse mix however, enjoying the process. It's uh, Foo Fighters week as well, they're playing in Glasgow tomorrow and finally I managed to get tickets. It's going to be really good to see the Foo Fighters, it's been a long time coming, seen a lot of bands, Foo Fighters have never been in that list finally putting an end to that. My partner has seen them a couple of times and has been more than happy to let me know that on one occasion she's seen them with uh, John Paul Jones and Jimmy Page making an appearance down at Wembley. Always good to rub that in, however I'm going to have some dibs of my own, so really looking forward to that. Anyway, enough about me, but we'll uh, move on to yourselves, we've got a lot to be looking over. With the music news, we're uh, going to be looking at a lot of topics, uh, make that takes gig slots. We're going to be looking at Kieran Osterberg's Berkeley drum campaign, Andrew Vasilic's album success, it's uh, his latest album, is uh, nominated for the Scottish Music Awards Album of the Year. So it's amazing. And we'll be having a look into that as well. Band that you'll be familiar with over the years, Model Airplanes, they're back, albeit with a different name, Magnum House. You need to check them out. We'll uh, look at what they're getting up to. And we've got Biffy Clyro being back. First time in 10 years, we're going to be playing at the Caird Hall. It's going to be on October the 14th. Brilliant time to come back. Welcome back with Open Arms. I became a, a big fan over the last couple of years. Seen them through in Belfast, supporting them Muse. And it's really great. It's going to be my first ever gig at the Caird Hall. Attending a gig at the Caird Hall. The amount of people I've played that I've never been. I've been outside it. I've lined up for tickets to get to a gig, never got the tickets, ultimately never been in the venue. So it's amazing, looking forward to seeing Biffy. And we're also going to be playing some good music for you as well, we're going to be listening to Houdini Said No, we're going to be listening to Creekweg's Coffin as well, and today's guest Sean Findlay, we're going to be listening to some of his track as well. We're going to be having a good interview with Sean Findlay, it was a really good chat we had. A lot of stuff we went over, a lot of inspiring stuff with regards to what he's... Uh, doing musically and ultimately what's led him to his musical path that he's in now. And we've got a lot to look over with regards to gigs that we've got coming up as well, so plenty to offer, plenty to chat about, and as always we'll jump right into music news and let you know what's going on. Thank you. Hello again, thanks for uh, coming back. Music news where you find out a lot of stuff that's going on. Um, first of all, we're going to look at Make That Take Records. Any promoters, bands, artists, anybody musically led, 
There's a lot of slots available for gigs. They're usually very busy. And September, October onwards is certainly looking like that, but during the month of August there's been a bit of a difference where slots are available. Any type of genre, any kind of musical show that you want to put on, you should be getting in touch with Make That A Take and seeing exactly what is available. You can contact them on Instagram, Facebook or direct to the Make A Take website. Get a good gig, good slot, good venue. They actually gave me my first ever gig back in 2014. Um, so it's brilliant, brilliant uh, guys to be working with, brilliant association with music, brilliant for the community and brilliant for yourself if you want a gig. So get in touch with them and get some gigs. You won't regret it. Also, Kieran Roberts Osterberg, a drummer we've uh, mentioned many times over the last couple of months. He's getting very, very close to the scholarship that we were talking about for jazz drumming. Now the deadline is approaching. 9th of September it's going to be. Funds are great. A little bit from the end. He's looking for any donations, contributions at all, which is going to help him fulfil that dream to get onto that jazz drumming scholarship at Berkeley. Berkeley, everybody knows who Berkeley is. Everybody knows the association that it has musically. It's got a lot of alumni. We've got John Petrucci from Dream Theatre, the composer Quincy Jones, guitarist John Meyer, amongst many other people. And that pretty much speaks for itself. So any musician, budding musician, who has the opportunity to go there, we understand the importance of it. And just what you learn there is uh, certainly unique and not something you're going to get everywhere. So, I mean, I certainly hope that Kieran can get there. He's earned a lot of money off his own back. And we hope that we can all come together as a collective community, musical community as well, and uh, try and help him fulfil that. If you want to read more about his story and make a donation, check out the GoFundMe page and go on the Facebook page as well. It's Against All Odds Except to Uni. That's the name of the page. That's where you find the story, everything that Kieran's uh, agenda is focused upon and ultimately to make a donation. That's against all odds, accepted to uni on GoFundMe. Now we've got another uh, piece of news about one of our local talents, Andrew Wasilic. He was in the Hazy Janes, successful band from Dundee from at least the last 15 years. He's got a new record called The Peralian. It's been nominated for a Scottish Album of the Year award. Which is amazing, considering the amount of talents that we do have in Dundee and surrounding areas and afar to the other side of Scotland. He's a unique artist and he's getting rave reviews from many famous entertainment sectors like Mojo, The Skinny, The Herald and many more. He got a residency invite for the Arts Centre Hospital Field in Arbroath to create some new music for the restored harp. He uses tons of instruments, instruments I've never even heard of. And he's got a big grand piano in the mix as well. Spectacular piece of music. Very, very great to hear that type of music's coming out. It's refreshing. Um, every week I'm just surprised by... how I'm not surprised, but just kind of blown away about the amount of music that we've got and how diverse and how mixed it is. And you should definitely have a look at Andrew's music. Um, the votes will be in, of course, for Album of the Year, so I hope that it has all went well and a good experience to be had on the back of that as well. Check out his music, The Peralians on Spotify, Bandcamp, YouTube, everywhere. Congratulations to Andrew and good luck. And we've got model airplanes, or at least we had model airplanes. It's a band from Dundee from back in the day. They're back, albeit they've got a new name called Magnum House. They've got a new name, new music, they've got a new agenda, they've built up a great reputation of the past. Now they're back and they want to bring you their music. They're going to be playing at Free Session Street. 
and they're going to be playing very soon and we'll let you know about that in the gigs what to be looking at with that as well and we've got Biffy coming back Biffy Clyro have not been here in around 10 years 10 whole years and what they've done in that space of time is just phenomenal I've seen them uh, in Belfast supporting Muse the reaction they got there was astonishing it was just everybody you felt as almost everybody went there to see Biffy as, as though they were the headliners now we know how big they are and it's amazing that they're uh, coming back here from right it's the only Scottish state they've got I would have thought that they would have been nipping home uh, Ayrshire and kind of Kilmarnock area but nope they're coming here they're coming to Dundee October 14th care to all tickets are out today sure it'll be a sellout it's going to be great I think they're going to be really embraced by us all as usual I'm definitely going partner's definitely going probably every one of your listeners if not a vast majority of them are going to be going so yeah brilliant a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff that we want to keep building upon. Now, I look at a lot of music news myself and build it together to let you know about it. Now, if you're a band, artist, promoter, music fan, anybody, get in touch with me during the week. Let me know if you've got any breaking news, if you've got any music, any shows, any ideas, anything, anything musical. You should send me an email at stephenoverremedia at gmail.com or check the local Friday Music Lowdown and give me a quick message. And the more news, the better. The more news I get from you, whether you or your friends know about it, or if it's uh, some news that you just want to get off your chest, just any kind of news musically, just uh, send me a message. Email or send me a message on the Facebook page and I'll make sure it gets out here. Any gigs you've got, any news, any new releases, I'm going to say it once more, anything musical. Let me know about it, and we'll definitely let everybody hear about it as well. Now, we're going to go and play the first track of the show. It's a track called Living God by Sean Finlay, today's guest. Really great track. I'm excited to let you hear it. It's actually his debut track as well as a solo artist and definitely an impactful one. We'll let you hear that just now, and then we'll just jump straight into the interview. I'll let you hear exactly what Sean Finlay's got to offer, and ultimately what's making him tick as a musician and the plans that he's got moving forward. So here is Living God by Sean Finlay. Enjoy.
And so there you have it. Loving God by Sean Findlay. What did I tell you? Brilliant tune. A lot of stuff going on in that song. A lot of great stuff going on. When you're listening to that music, you're hearing your, uh, you're hearing your instruments, you're hearing the vocals, you're hearing the great chords that he's coming away with, but you're hearing a lot of stuff. You know, a lot of wee keyboard parts, a lot of cool backing vocals, very Bowie-esque, especially Bowie's uh, last album, Black Star. That's what I love about music. I don't just love the the standard instrument placement and the standard vocals. I like that there's a lot going on. It reminds me of the Beatles with that aspect. Now, we're going to go and jump on and have a wee word with Sean Finlay, and again, get to understand exactly what Sean Finlay is about. Thank you. Welcome to the show, Sean. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good, thanks. Thanks for asking. How are you doing? I'm not too bad. Just uh, just podding on really with the podcast and getting as much music as possible. Um, how are you doing with music? What's been happening in the world of Sean Finlay? Uh, in the world of Sean Finlay? <laughs> um, I've been uh, getting a lot of practices together right now. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping to get a gig together. And uh, I've got two new, uh, two new tunes I'm thinking about releasing I've not yeah. got a date yet, but uh, they're sounding pretty good. And uh, yeah, I've 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 had like a few practices with a with a band behind me for it, and uh, we're oh. gonna go to the studio and do a live session. So that'd be cool. No, that sounds good. Where are you planning on recording? Is it one of the local studios? Uh, DM Studios. Oh uh, yeah, it's DM. Really it's good, a good, place. really good place. Like, uh, it's it's like. Uh, it's got like really good facility. Uh, I think I've recorded a live session there before, and it's yeah. pretty fast. You just go in and you all play at the same time, and yeah. uh, probably do a couple of overdubs. But um, I'm quite quick in the studio, so it shouldn't be that long. Is that is that a result of uh, just per- perfecting your kind of craft and polishing the tracks uh, before you get there? Is it just kind of the kind of way that you are in your approach to music? You just manage to do it without a problem. Well, um, I've, well, a lot of the songs I have, I've been writing for like years, and uh, I mean, I've still got songs which I wrote when I was like thirteen and stuff, <laughs> and I'm twenty-two. Yeah, how old are you now? Twenty-two yeah, now. Twenty-two. Yeah, but uh, I thought they were good songs, so I just kept them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, um, I, but I, I, uh, what was I saying? Um, sorry, what was the question again? <laughs> Uh, no, I was just asking kind of when, when, when you're uh, going into the studio in, in my own experience in the past, I've always uh, had to really practice just to make sure that I'm using that studio time well. And uh, I yeah. mean, maybe one or two takes was my limit as well. But I was just saying about yourself, yeah. like, do you just have that kind of knack where you can go in and do a take and kind of get it over really quick? Well, I, I usually have all the parts like I've. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I've I've had like uh, these songs for a while, and uh, I usually have thought through all the parts, or I write a wee part before and stuff. But I get it really learnt in my head. And uh, if I'm playing with other musicians, like uh, we just practice it, and I I kind of give them a bit of artistic freedom with the song as well. Like if they if they want to add a their own vibe to it, you know, they can do that. They just like play along and it usually makes it a lot better so like but but we do practice quite a bit so after about like three or four practices we could just go in and just nail it like really fast so i think it's like partly practice as well but it's also a bit of musicality as well so yeah 
I must give you a lot of confidence when you're going to play it live, though. So you've kind of got it down to a T, and it's just a case of going out and letting everybody hear it and that as well. Yeah, well, it's it's strange because like uh, when I'm practicing songs and stuff, like when we're practicing, uh, we usually just it's all like really like regimented, and we know what we're doing and stuff like that. And then like when uh, on the second of May, I had like an EP launch gig uh, which I organised. And like yeah. when we went along, we kind of found ourselves like midway through a song, just like we went in this like uh, improvised jam and stuff, and like it just sounded really good. It's weird. It's almost like the audience kind of egg you on a bit, and you kind of just take more risks without even like even thinking about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's good. And that's that's a sign of a, a musician and a band that's kind of well seasoned with each other, and it gives you that confidence to be able to be like that. What mm. kind of what kind of musicians over time have influenced you and made you become the musician that you are now? Well, um, <clears throat> I mean, like the earliest I can actually remember listening to music was uh, when I was like three or four. And uh, my dad's had this like compilation CD and he used to play like, well, I, apparently there was only two songs I really asked for. Uh, and I do remember sitting in the back of a car. Uh, yeah. And it was a Iggy Pop passenger and a psycho killer as well, because I like going fa 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 fa. Yeah, yeah, that's a good song as well. I really like talking it. Yeah, but like that kind of like simplicity, just like, do you know that kind of, um, I don't know, new wave kind of, or mm-hmm. punk, well, no, pre punk, whatever, but the simplicity of it just kind of yeah. stuck with me. You could only just, you could get away with four cards and stuff like that. And, uh, and um, like beyond that, I mean, I wasn't properly into music till I was like, well, like P7, I remember they were going around saying like, uh, doing like free guitar lessons and stuff. Yeah. And I would just for some reason was really into doing that. Uh, like I literally just like got my dad up at like 6 a.m. to go, come on, get yourself down. Like, oh, I, really, I really need to fucking get this. Obviously, I wasn't swearing when I was that age. But yeah. <laughs> but um, in terms of like the musicians I've been inspired by, um, I remember like one of the first albums I proper got into was like Disraeli uh, Gears by Cream. Um, oh, and, yeah, 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 yeah. But like the reason I got into that was just because I thought the cover looked really cool. And um I mean, most of the music I got into from an early age, it was in my dad's, like, record collection and stuff. And um, I just, like, saw that sitting about, and then I just played it, and uh, it was really cool. Just really liked, uh, like, Clapton's kind of guitar style. And then I got really into, like, Hendrix and stuff. Yeah. And I would say I became, like, a guitar player when it, in my teens more when I got into those guys because I started really practicing the guitar. And then, like, these days I'm more of a songwriter, uh, and uh well i got really into the like i would say my favorite bands the beatles just because um i I don't care what people say i I think they're like the best songwriters in the world (laughs) and uh like i just was really into you know well i started off with revolver and then you know the white album and uh abbey road and, uh, and all this stuff i just thought they're really good like school for like learning how to write songs yeah and uh yeah that's that's kind of like people I'm influenced by. No, hundred percent, and that's I mean when it comes to a lot of the songwriters as such, we know that people musicians as such they do 
of course, perfect their instrument and their craft with their instrument. But when it comes to songwriters, a lot of people look up to the Beatles, especially the, the kind of partnership that Lennon and McCartney had and their take of the song. Like you said, it's not, I mean, we hear about a lot of different bands, past and present, and you get a lot of bands with a lot of technical type take on their songs. And the Beatles as such, not to say that they weren't technical, but their songs were very kind of simple to kind of play along to as such, and they had the most impact, and that's why... I mean, yeah. from the beginnings to now and even further into the future, I think their impact will certainly be there forever. And that's, I mean, everybody, every songwriter, every musician always mm. uh, put the Beatles to very high claim. It's, it's cool to see that even mm. through yourself, you're managing to see a lot of that. Now, I was listening to The Living God. Mm, yeah. The brilliant oh, yeah, tune. My um, first single, yeah. Yeah, it's a really good tune. I like it. I like the... Thanks, now, I can hear... The Beatles influence, not a problem. I can hear a lot of the Beatles influence with that. Um, do you like David Bowie in that at all? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I would say I'm really influenced by David Bowie as well. Uh, yeah. bit, of a, bit of a Bowie fanboy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, no, like, that's, I mean, good. That's, I that's love good. all the greats, you know, like, yeah. I mean, you, you probably name one of them, I'll just be like, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm well into them. Do you know what I mean? But um, I think that, um, well, I think like the, especially like John Lennon, um, like post Beatles as well. He he had this whole solo endeavor. It's kind of like Marmite though. A lot of people don't like it, but I thought um, in that in like his period with a uh, Plastic Ono band and stuff, yeah. he was like he got really good at like expressing like exactly what he wanted to say, but in a really simple way. And like uh, I just really like the simplicity, but it's like pure expression and I kind of try and take that on into my songwriting and stuff and um yeah I like that and um I also uh just like the in terms of David Bowie like I kind of find myself I didn't I don't deliberately try and be influenced by him but I think he has some like really unusual chord choices and yeah. like um I just end I just kind of like the sound so I, I kind of like uh kind of lean towards the kind of Bowie-esque kind of weird chord changes and stuff. Yeah. And that's and that's a way to bring upon a unique kind of vibe in regards to making music as well. I mean, the Living God song, when I was listening to it now, I listened to tons of music and you can hear a lot of influences uh, throughout the song, but I like, I like about the song its mm. uniqueness, but I also like all the kind of stuff that's going on between, between the lines as such. You're, you're hearing the chords, you're yeah. hearing the vocals, you're hearing all the instruments, but the kind of vocal melodies that's going on between the lines and in the background, it, it reminded me a lot of the kind of Bowie-esque songs, and especially yeah, yeah. his last album. It's uh, I love, I love all oh, the kind thanks. of the haunted. I was actually listening. I was actually to that album uh, yesterday, actually. Yeah. Like really like that album. It's like really out there. His last one. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but no, thanks a lot. Yeah. I I went into the studio. That was like my first single. Uh, I think I released that on 15th of March, but I went into the studio um, and I kind of, I've been in a lot of bands in the past and stuff, but I was sitting there for like months, like I've just got all these songs and I just don't know what to do. And then I was kind of just sitting about for ages and then eventually I just went, that's it, you know what, I'm getting off my arse, (laughs) I'm going to give this a go. And then I went to the studio and I like, recorded all the parts for it and stuff i had all these like uh the in that tune there's like a synth bass for the keyboard and yeah, stuff i yeah. thought out and stuff 
And uh, I actually didn't, I had no idea what it was going to turn out like. I, I had the song, kind of the simple song, but I didn't have all like the parts, you know, recorded together. So I couldn't really tell what the final thing was going to be like, but it was pretty groovy in the end. So, like I was really, really happy with what it turned out like, you know. Oh, for sure. Like, I mean, I've, I've watched your acoustic stuff and uh, I was listening to it and then you sent me the track and I was uh, curious to see what it would sound like. Uh, I heard the acoustic, the kind of snippet of the acoustic and I was wondering what it's going to sound like. Mm-hmm. Put it on and I was just like, wow, it's like it's got a complete mix of stuff and it kind of kept you listening mm-hmm. all the way through. There was all these different pieces kind of working themselves out throughout the song and it was very expressive as well. I mean, you don't mm-hmm. hold back with regards to the vocals of that at all. It's definitely like... Uh, you were, you were meaning to put a song like that out there all the time. I mean, in your previous bands, were you also the front man and the songwriter for your bands? Uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, I've been in some uh, kind of like, well, when I first formed a band, I was in like first year at school or something. We actually got in trouble by the teacher because uh, we'd literally just like recruited everyone in our class to be in this band. <laughs> and then we had to sack them all. <laughs> Because it was just like getting out of hand or something, but like, um, like, like when I went, to, when I like a few years passed, and once I actually got proper good at playing, like me and this guy from from first year eventually formed a band, and we were doing a lot of collab- collaborative kind of writing, and then uh, people kind of go their own way, and uh, uh, it kind of just like dissipated a bit, and um, and I also like uh, I was left in a band. With it. it was me and this drummer holding this band together as well and we're both like really good but we had kind of artistic differences as well so I just decided to leave and um, and then uh, yeah I just had all these songs left but um, but I've always written like since I pi- since I remember picking up a guitar I've always just been at least trying to write stuff but like sometimes it's quite hard to write stuff like uh, like recently I've been uh, find it hard to get inspiration so I'm just trying to kind of uh, you know like a uh, part of it's like opening yourself up to the world a bit and just get going out and like seeing things and see if anything will catch your interest and stuff because then like you know you have something to write about and stuff yeah that's it I mean a lot, a lot of uh, songwriters I've heard so automatically the kind of stereotype vibe that I get from song well songwriters as such in the past it always seems to be kind of based on their own life and own experiences. But then, on another hand, you hear about people like rather than kind of going deep into that, it's kind of write a lot of met- metaphoric type of ways mm. to describe stuff that's going on or situations or past events. That's why I never really, I never managed a song. Like, I thought I had a lot to talk about, and, and I do, but I never managed mm. to convey it to song. It was just one of these things. I just think you can either have the ability or you can't, and that seems to be... Yeah. From from your from your perception and listening to what you're kind of putting out, it seems mm. to be something that is natural. Yeah, well, I guess I mean not everyone can do everything, but um, I also think like there's also that thing where some some artists are, you know, they're able to write this massive amount of music and then one day like you know the wee as they say like the wee man would just disappear and they're not able to write anything for the rest of their life or like like it seems to come and go. And uh, it's like the only way I kind of get through that is just having a like I've had to cultivate a bit of an inner belief that it's going to come back. And then eventually it's like you have to have a lot of patience and stuff. And like um, but I'm I'm really grateful that I could that I can even do it in the first place. You know, what I mean, 
So. Oh, that's it. And, and, and if anything to go by from kind of what you're putting out, I imagine it's going to be something that you're going to delve into. And I'm guessing you're going to try and take it as far as you can. Are you looking to get outside Dundee, Scotland and kind of see where you end up? Well, definitely. Um, I'm looking to... I'm, I, well, the thing is, is that I'm not really... I'm not really going to look look at the end goal because yeah. I think that like if you put some you can put so much pressure on yourself that you just like freak out a bit. But I I like the journey of it and um, I'm going to try and slowly build and get different opportunities. Maybe try to go to different cities and stuff like that. And it, it's just a thing where like um, if I get all the tunes out there and I keep on gigging and stuff and uh, I, I think that essentially the audience will kind of find itself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. And I mean, with social media now, um, even from 10 years ago to now, the, the difference in the level of how you can get yourself out there, it's no longer just focusing on kind of nipping nip to your local music store and seeing a poster on the wall that you can mm-hmm. get somebody's phone number. You've got you've got Spotify, you've got everywhere, and you've got all these different platforms like Instagram and Facebook. And it's just yeah. amazing exactly how much you can get yourself out there without, without even necessarily <laughs> leaving the city so that even... Places yeah. like Edinburgh and Glasgow and uh, yeah. Fife and all that, they can kind of get the idea behind what you're like beforehand and it just really adds to a build-up as well. It's it's honestly, it's absolutely mind-blowing. Like, when I hear yeah. people complaining about it and stuff, like, uh, well, some musicians complain about, like, promoting stuff, stuff like that, but I'm just thinking, like, you can literally get your music heard by, you know... Well, like, the, f- the first post I did for my uh, for my music page... I hadn't even like promoted the music page and it got like 115 likes. It was just like one photo just for the first post. And then like the tune, like, Living God now, it's got like people listening in Mexico and around. Like, like, and to think, and I'm proud of that, that I've literally just, I hardly even left the house, uh, but I put it out there and it's just got all this like, you know, it's found, it's finding an audience, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like it's like social media is an incredible tool, as long as you use it wisely, really. Yeah, that's it, and you've got a wee kind of tactical spin on it. But that's like I said, that's the whole purpose of it, and the fact that you're getting that uh, definitely brings upon a bit more confidence regarding that. Now, where could people hear all your songs? Have you got any gigs coming up in the area, or? Well, I'm see. This is the thing. I've not got any dates uh, right now. Well, on Saturday. I am playing a, a, an amazing gig. It's sold out uh, called Tea in the Marquee. Uh, and it's in remembrance of my uh, fantastic cousin, uh, Morgan Christie. And uh, the whole event is uh, raising money for uh, Epilepsy Research UK. Oh, and it's amazing. just going to be uh, su- it's going to be such a good event and just a complete celebration of life and yeah. music. And uh, that's that's the next thing I have. Uh, which I'm really looking forward to. But right now I'm just focusing on recording tunes and also, um, well, I'm, I've not got any gigs, like like any dates out, but I am speaking to some venues and I'm yeah. planning on getting a gig like next month and uh, just, you know, starting to get those gigs going and stuff. Um, but yeah, but I've got I've got loads of plans, so it's, yeah, it's going to yeah. be good. There's a lot in store. No, I think people should definitely be keeping an eye on the social media, see exactly what you're bringing out, what you're playing, and ultimately, where could they find that? 
Uh, well, Spotify. If you if you go on Spotify, uh, Sean Findlay. Uh, yeah. I've got an EP out called the Unplugged EP. So if you search that up on Spotify, uh, it's there. I've also got a, um, I've got some a tune on YouTube right now, just me playing an acoustic tune. Um, I think the video is called Sean Findlay plays his song Try So Hard, which yeah. is off of the Unplugged EP. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, like I've got my music on Google Play as well and um, uh, iTunes as well. The Unplugged EP, it's called. Uh, so it's on Spotify and stuff if you just search it up. Also, my uh, my Facebook page is called Sean Findlay Music. And my Instagram page, uh, just double check, I think, yeah, that's also called Sean Findlay Music. And the Twitter page is called S Findlay Music. So give me a like uh, or a follow if you're listening to this. Yeah, that's it. Well, thanks again. Thanks again for letting me know that and uh, giving us all the kind of lowdown on where to find your music and exactly mm. kind of what agenda you've got and what you've got on offer to bring to everybody out there. But it's been great having you on, Sean. It's oh. good being able to chat to you and get to oh, it's been great understand what uh, Thank you for getting me on this as well. Like, it's no uh, a really interesting thing and I hope it I hope it takes off, you know. And, uh, thanks very much. Likewise, same to yourself. Yeah, I was listening to some of the... Uh, some of the other stuff, some really interesting musicians. Oh, and I also want to say, um, like, in terms of, like, um, like music venues, which are helping yeah. the scene and stuff, I recently did a gig, like, last week at uh, Dungeon. Have you heard of that place, the Dungeon? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of the um, Dungeon, yeah. It's a really great place I've heard as well. Yeah, I couldn't believe, like, the energy they've got. Like, they, they're getting all the band... They're booking themselves out for gig, uh, gigs with the Dundee-based bands. And, like... Yeah. The owners are so like energized about supporting the scene and stuff. So I just want to say like uh, that is looking like a really good place for live music in Dundee now. And I hope like they do something good with the scene. So just want to say that also. No, that's great. And we'll, we'll definitely let everybody hear about the dungeon. And um, we'll let everybody hear your music. And um, we'll get your unplugged EP shared across the page as well. Oh, great. Thank you very much. No problem. You take care now. We'll uh, hear from you very soon. Okay, see you later. Thanks. That's a big thanks to Sean Finlay again for uh, guesting on the show. He's a really, really great guy. Good chat. Good to hear exactly what kind of take he's got on music and ultimately what he sees in regards to his uh, journey through music and exactly kind of where he wants to go and where he wants to end up. He's got a good head on his shoulders there and it's exciting to see that we've got artists like that coming out of our uh, fine city. So keep an eye out for uh, Sean Finlay and a lot of his music. There's certainly more to come. Now we've got another band we're going to go and play some music for you from. It's a band called Houdini Said No. That consists of uh, Katie Reid on the vocals, Pablo on lead guitar, Lee on guitar, Fee on the bass and Gemma on the drums. First uh, time I encountered Houdini Said No was in 2017. They just kind of landed and it's uh, the rest is history. It's been a pleasure to not only get to see and hear them live, but also be on the bill and share some uh, performances with them as well. Now, they are a very high-voltage band. You do hear a lot of punk, you hear a lot of metal, you hear a lot of great riffs, you hear very, very great vocals, and they're very loud. We're going to play a track called Breathe, and as the uh, description of the song sounds, it is about taking no shit, and it's a definitely taking no shit energetic type song. Really impressed by it. The first time I actually seen them live was uh, 
in Deacon Brodie's. And I recognised the members from a lot of different musical projects, but when they came together, there just seemed to be a good kind of gelling uh, performance. Um, started the intro to Rage Against Machines, Killing in the Name Of, and just from that first uh, chord being struck, you just kind of knew, right, okay, we've got someone on our hands here, and uh, when the bass kicked in, and then the vocals kicked in, and it was some performance, and everybody was raving about it. Being a spectator in the audience at that time, it was like, yeah, that's definitely a band to keep an eye out on. It's uh, real great to see that they have been grown. If you like Guns N' Roses, Metallica, personal favourite of mine, Black Sabbath, The White Stripes, another personal favourite of mine, Alice in Chains, then you're going to love Houdini said no. They're very, very driven and very, very energetic. And again, you're going to very, very love exactly what Houdini said no have got to offer. So here is Breathe. Bye, Houdini said no. Enjoy.
And as promised, very energetic, very loud in the right ways, very great combo. Exciting band live, exciting band to listen to, will be an exciting band to host on the podcast in the near future. So thanks again to Hedini Said No for providing us with a really great track and giving us a wee bit of in- insight into exactly what you have to offer. Now, we're going to be playing a couple of gigs over the next couple of months. We'll make sure to get them shared on the page very shortly and let you know exactly where and when you can see Houdini Said No. Thank you once again. Now, we're going to go and jump to Nads to hear from the Andy's Man Club. And following that, we will uh, jump right into the gigs that we've got to offer and that are going on across the next week and a half. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Whilst I have your attention, I'd like to make you all aware of a group that's particularly close to our hearts called Andy's Man Club. It's based here in Dundee and it's a place where men of all ages can just get together and speak openly without judgment or stigma attached to mental health issues. The club's main aim is to eradicate the stigma attached to mental health disorders and instead promote a positive and healthy mindset. Stereotypically, men are known or expected to bottle up their feelings and struggles, and as cliche as it sounds, we want to help support the message that it's okay not to be okay. If you or anyone you know might benefit from such a club, you can find them every Monday night at 7pm in the Boomerang Community Centre, which is located on 10 Kenback Street in Dundee. Okay, so welcome back to the gigs. That's uh, Andy's Man Club. Very, very great organisation. Great cause. Appreciate Naz taking time to let us know more about Andy's Man Club. Certainly an important cause throughout the UK. Many of the major cities have affiliations. Uh, Dundee and Dunfermline are the main ones that I myself am associated with. So always a pleasure to help such a great cause, even if it helps one person. It's uh, definitely doing it justice. Now, we will jump right into gigs, let you know what's going on. From tonight, Friday the 16th of August, we've got James Leandu along with Michael Cummings and the Arbroath folk and punk band Fighting Blindly. Three great acts, James Leandu's a really talented guy as well. You will no doubt have seen him in the town at some point busking, he's always busking, he plays all kinds of music, got a lot of his own original stuff out now, plays a lot of Lincoln Park and all that as well, so really great and if you want to see them, Dungeon Rocks, Princess Street from 7pm onwards. Check them out. Also, we've got Newcastle's Ruled by Raptors. That's a post-hardcore rock outfit playing at Monty's Bar in Dunfermline. From 7.30 till 11, head on down there if you're from the Fife area. If you like the band Ruled by Raptors and you're in Dundee and surrounding areas, find your wee bus route and get across and uh, give them some support. Now, moving on to Saturday. Got a lot of gigs tonight. A lot of gigs on Saturday, should I say. I'll beat the Foo Fighters, it's going to my head. Saturday, 17th of August, we've got Fanny Boot at 172 The 9pm till midnight. Great band, Nick and Wes, really talented. Uh, I think Tony on bass, very, very talented as well. Rock and pop covers, nip and see Fanny Boot. Brilliant band, brilliant guys. You definitely don't want to miss it. We've got Bard playing at the Stag in Forfer from 9pm to midnight. Unique covers, Great guys, getting a lot of popularity, they bring a good mix, they bring a lot of Queen and Pink Floyd type vibes to 
the cover sector and you should check them out. We've got KMF, Nick Maddo, the THT Band and Buffalo Heart at Conroy's 7.30 onwards. Check them out, complete mix. Nick Maddo, we will uh, certainly share some of her music later. She's uh, more of a local talent and has certainly got a lot of music, a lot of unique music, so we will uh, let you check them out if you want to check them out yourself. Conroy's 7.30 onwards. Nick Mercer Jr., PJ Malloy, 7pm Saturday. He was in Sargent. Big indie band, especially in the late 2000s, uh, 2010 upwards. Supported Oasis in 2009, I do recall. Uh, they definitely got a good following. It's good to see that Nick Mercer Jr. is continuing that. So, PJ Malloy's in Fairmont, 7pm. Go and see Nick Mercer Jr. And um, we've got the ever-popular Wolves playing at the Arctic Bar from 5pm to 8pm. Check that out. Also, we've got Sean Finlay, today's guest. He's got a sold-out show at Tea in the Marquee. Now, that's in remembrance of his uh, cousin Morgan Christie. And all the proceeds from this uh, gig are all going to Epilepsy Research UK. It's a really, really great cause. Like many others, it's close to my heart. I've uh, certainly seen a lot of uh, involvement and association with close family with epilepsy. So I believe it's very important and I very, very much advocate this type of fundraising. It's good to see that we're uh, getting people bringing together again a community and charity type link to help the, the wider cause. And it's going to be a true celebration of life through the medium of music. So all the best to Sean and Demi McMahon, who's going to be playing the event, and everybody else. Now, Sunday 18th of August, everybody knows where Forfer is, and you'll know about the Osnaburg, and you'll know about the open mic and jam sessions that they have to offer. It's very popular, it's entertaining, everybody knows it. You can play guitar, xylophone, triangle, anything. They just want to see you come up and have fun. And it doesn't get any more down to the nail than that. So it's at Osnaburg, 4 for open mic and jam sessions, 8pm onwards, Sunday 18th of August and every other Sunday after that. Now, we also have Bard for the Streets. Gemma Johnston and Matt Richardson, who we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, their events for spoken word are taking place. First events, Discovery Point area, Wednesday 21st of August, 8pm onwards and it is free. So check that out. That's going to be exciting, it's going to be unique, and I think it's going to be a lot more in attendance than they think. So check it out, Bard for the Streets, spoken word, the movement. Also in Conroy's, same evening, Hexus, Danish Band, Zatakrev, Gay Panic Defence, Conroy's Basement. Hexus are on a tour right now, 111 shows in 109 days. That's mental. And they're busy and... You only live once, why not go and do 110, 111 shows in 109 days, everywhere? If I could do it, I would do it 100%. There's nothing like playing live, the experience is unlike anything else, and these guys have got it down to a T. So get on that. Conroy's great venue, great bands, as always, they always bring a really great mix of European bands into our world, so check that out on Wednesday the 21st of August. Friday the 23rd of August, the Fishies Music and Food Festival, Fisherman's Inn and Bistro in Arbroath. Now you're going to see a lot of bands. For example, Vina Morris, Foreign Fox, The Mighty Houdini Said No, Delinquents, Lonely Lost Boy, The Exempt, Asperi, that's uh, Chris James Marr, Killjoy, The Revokes, Atlas, Empire, Fighting Blindly and many, many more. 
many more to the fact that I'm going to just share the gig poster on the page because there's so many. Also, same night, Dungeon Rocks, 7pm, Alt Rock Band, Flatlined, Demi McMahon, Nathan Belshaw, 7pm, Dungeon Rocks, go and check them out as well. The aforementioned model aeroplane's new outfit, Magnum House, is playing at Free Session Street, Dundee, on the same day. Check that out, you don't want to miss it. Saturday, August 24th, we have Bard. We have Bard again at the pageant in Arbroath from 2pm onwards. As I said, Bard are great. You need to check them out. Great music, great guys, great covers. They've got the wee drums, they've got their guitar, they've got their acoustic guitar, and they have the great lead guitar from Nate. Check them out. Check them out very much. And talk back, RAAB, Kate Harris and more, 7pm, Monty's in Fife, Monty's in Inferno in Fife. Check them out. That's all the gigs I've got listed at the moment. Some may have gotten by me, but I can assure you I'll find them and you'll know about them one way or another. If I need to be sharing them on pages up until the early hours, we'll make sure you know about it. And again, any anybody with gigs, anybody with gigs to announce, let me know about it. StephenOverMedia at gmail.com or the local Friday Music Loadown page on Facebook. Let me know exactly what's going on. And thanks again to everybody for tuning in. Sean Finlay, thanks again for being a great sport. All the best for Saturday and your uh, future career. We'll check in with you soon. Houdini said no and Queequegs, who were going to be playing to close the show. Thanks again for getting your music to me. Look forward to getting yous all on the show in the near future and breaking down a lot of different things musically. Thanks again to everybody who's listening. Every week, whether it's a comment, a share, a like, a follow, it is not unnoted. I appreciate every aspect of it. It keeps me doing this. It keeps me enjoying it. The ship's sailing well. All the support has been phenomenal. And every single ounce of support is what keeps it going. It keeps me motivated and excited and it keeps me hunting for new music and listening to music and again, the, the greatest part of this is not only helping people but I've opened my ears to music like never before. So I want to keep that going. And we've got a lot of good guests coming up next uh, couple of weeks. As I said, we're going to be getting Houdini Said No before their EP launch. We're going to be having uh, Quee Craig's Coffin. Sorry, I will rephrase that. I'm not going to edit it out, I'll rephrase that. We have Quee Craig's Coffins EP launch at Conroy's. Ammo of Houdini said no. Ammo of Nick Shane and many, many more. Now, I'm off to go and see the Foo Fighters. I'll let you know how that is next week. Again, let me know if you've got anything that you want to let me know about musically. Thanks again for taking time to tune in. We will leave you with Quee Craig's Coffin and the title song Daddy. Thank you and bye. He has his father's eyes.
again.